So, there we go. All right. Robert, you just said there's a part of you that wants to be unhappy. Yeah, that's what it feels like. All right. So, tell me more about that. So, um, subjectively, it feels like... um, It's almost like a second entity inside me that um, doesn't actually like in. I maybe like it doesn't enjoy like having being happy, and it prefers being unhappy. Like I'm not exactly sure, but it it, it feels a lot of the time like there's there's always a, like another part of me that's like resisting practicing because I know I know the steps of like remembering and like feeling good that I've remembered and thinking wholesome thoughts and replacing unwholesome thoughts with wholesome thoughts um but there's like even then there's still this like wall of kind of resistance and I feel like that wall is like a part of me that like wants me to stay unhappy it kind of sounds a little crazy well um it's not necessarily crazy but it's incorrect in some ways. And the example of that it's part of me. Right? Is it? Yes, it's like, I don't know, it feels like a, like an entity, like inside me, kind of. Okay. But there's like my ego and there's like a second ego, like, if that makes sense. Uh, well, yes. In fact, that's the way that uh, uh, Freud describes it. And he calls it the superego. Now, basically, what's happened in the English language is we've got something backwards. And I'll just take a moment to talk about that, and then we'll go into the superego. The, the point is, is that uh, we have confused ego with it. And that gives rise to language like egotism, egotistical, uh, and the way that we use the word ego. But both Freud and Eric Byrne use the, the, um, let us say, the concept of um, the adult, or the way that we would think correctly, or let us say our wisdom, that's actually the ego. And that what we call ego is actually the anterior cortex, the habits, the, uh, the instincts, and our identity. We identify, okay? So, uh, in that regard, we should be using words like idtistical. Than egotistical. So, um, and I just wanted to point that out because it is a way of beginning to look at things differently. Now, the reality is, is that you say that you've got two egos. So that would be the child, which is the id, is the first ego, the one that we're talking about. And then that second ego is what is referred to um, as. Uh, from Byrne as the parent ego state, or what Freud calls the superego. And that's the part where all of those rules come in, like you're not supposed to be happy. It's a rule that you've learned. And, and you probably made that rule up that, oh, if I am happy, something bad will happen. In other words, um, an example of that would be uh, the child goes to school with a new toy. And he wants to show it off to his friends. And within minutes, it's broken. And so we say, oh, well, that means that I should not bring my good favorite toys to school because they're going to get broken. Right. So now we can change that 
because that can actually happen with a child, but then the child can make even a bigger decision rather than the decision, oh, I should not be bringing my toys to school, they'll get broken. I should not bring my joy to school, it will get broken also. Mm -hmm. now, I, now, I don't know exactly what the rules are that you've had, but that you have um, a set of rules in there about how things are supposed to be. You've heard me talk about this before, that the Buddha talks about it in the sense of attachments to rites, rules, and rituals, or attachments to the way that things are supposed to be. But those decisions about how things are supposed to be were done by a little kid who was quite ignorant, didn't know what he was doing. And that kid still needs taken care of and still needs nurturing. But all you're giving him is more criticism. You're giving him more rules to follow rather than learning to uh, nurture yourself to become friends with yourself. That you don't have to be unhappy in order to be safe. That you can be happy and safe together. That in fact, that's part of the practice of Anapanasati is to actually practice. But we have to remember to practice. To remember to look at the feelings and the thoughts that we have and throw those out and bring something in, well, right now I'm okay. Right now I'm all right. Everything is okay right now. Let me hear you say that. Right now I'm okay. Right all now right. I'm all right. Everything right now, right now I'm okay. Right now I'm all right. You need to say that over and over and over again until that's what gets stuck. That becomes okay. the new habit. Okay, okay. You're all right now. Everything is okay right now. Not a problem in the world right now. No dangers right now. It's, it's weird because it's like weirdly difficult to believe. It's like I'll say it and I'll say it and somehow like I just kind of believe it, but I kind of don't. It's like it doesn't sink in all the way. But it's, I don't know, I just, it's weirdly difficult to believe. Okay, so what's but, standing in the way then? What's keeping it from sinking in? I think that possibly what, sink, what it is, is that you have that resistance and so you stop doing it. Perhaps what we need to do is to go ahead and let it sink in. It, this is also true in many other cases um, that uh, a wet cloth, a washing cloth, or a modern sponge, if those things get dried out, you can put it under a faucet or you can uh, put that sponge in water by just dropping it on the water. It will float on top and the water won't go in. Now, the, the natural tendency then uh, immediately is, oh, this sponge is no good because it will not absorb the water. It's all dried out. It's probably old now. Let me throw it out. Right? But if you keep dropping water on that sponge over and over again, it will start to take the water. Mm -hmm. So... This is where we need to practice. You need to keep watering, keep watering, keep watering, keep watering, even if it doesn't um, soak in yet. That in fact, you're probably not aware that it's already been soaking in. You've already made some marvelous changes, but you don't want to give yourself credit for it. And that's because of this attitude of being a loser. To where in fact, you're not a loser, you're a winner. All we have to do is change our attitude about it, but we have to change that attitude over and over and over 
and over again. Keep dropping the water on that sponge and it will someday start to soak in. If you trust that right now, you don't trust that you can keep doing it. You have the attitude, well, what's the use? Why don't I just give up? Oh, poor me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that about sums it up. There's okay. like, there's some joy in that, but it's, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's It's like, yeah, I don't know. All right. Okay. Well, now you're with that smile, you're putting another drop of water on it. Begin to trust that you can change. that you've got a set of rules inside. We all carry those rules and you built those rules up without a deep, close inspection. And so you made a rule without inspecting it very well. That's actually funny as a side note that in in Congress or in a legislative body, generally what happens is, is that if a if a new law is really really deeply investigated thoroughly investigated talked about and all kinds of stuff it doesn't get passed but if a if a stupid idea comes up like the new name for an airport or the new name for a post office or you know honoring someone or whatever like that then those laws get passed lickety split because they don't mean anything Okay, so this is what we need to look at then is we're going to change that style that we're not going to operate the way that they they do that we could say in fact that the child will just lucky to split taking any new rule in. But as an adult, we stop changing our rules. We're stuck with the old rules. And what is time now is for you to start investigating these rules. And one of the rules that you're made is, is that you're better off being unhappy. All right, that's how it feels. But think about that logically. Is that true? Is it really true? No, not at all. No, it's not. It's not true at all. That's the investigation we need to do to investigate that all you can change. You've been changing. Look that you can change. And that you don't have to get punished for making a change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, then in fact, this is quite instinctual, but going along to get along. This is most this is the most common woeful state for Westerners, okay, that uh, in in other cultures, it will be other things that are the uh, the primary woeful state. Um, some cultures are perpetually angry. Other cultures are perpetually in a state of greed. Maybe not so much cultures, but certain individuals in it but they just never get what they want. They're always wanting more. They're always wanting more. And then there are those of us who, uh, let us say, are the victims for the ones who were super greedy. And we're the ones who have to do their work for them to go along to get along. Okay, we can actually say that there are four primary ways of looking at things. This is the OK Corral. The OK Corral uh, is I'm OK, you're OK. I'm OK, but you're not OK. You're OK, but I'm not OK. And then there is I'm not OK and you're not OK. Now, Eric Byrne came up with this stuff, oh, 60, 70 years ago. 
Um, and it's called the OK Corral. You can see it in quadrants in the sense of um, I'm OK, you're OK. And that's the way that we want to work with with wisdom. I'm OK, you're OK can also be thought of as a win-win. You can also see then that if we have the idea that I'm OK and you're not OK, what that means is that I will take benefit for myself, even if other people lose. This is also can be considered the thief. Or the criminal. The criminally minded is, is that I don't care what happens to you, at least I'm going to get my share. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. OK. And and uh, then uh, the next group is what you would call helpless or hapless. And that is, is that they will set up the situation so that someone else will benefit even when they don't. And that's kind of the situation that you've gotten yourself into, that you're a hapless, helpless, helpful person. You're helpless because you can't get help, but you're helpful because you will help other people. Right? The generosity. And mm -hmm. then the last group. Um, recently, I've seen a, um, a talk, uh, and the, the, t the whole talk was on stupid people. Now, stupid people are the ones who do not gain the benefit, but they set it up absentmindedly or stupidly so that the other people don't get a benefit. This is the lose-lose situation. Now, the point that um, uh, this particular psychologist was making was that stupid people is not a matter of education. It's a matter of attitude. That uh, stupid people are in all professions. You can have a stupid heart surgeon and you can have uh, uh, a productive heart surgeon or one who is actually a winner in his life. He helps other people. But a stupid heart surgeon, he may be able to do heart surgery, but he doesn't get along with his staff or whatever like that. So uh, it winds up being a lose-lose situation. You could go so far as to say that um, in this stratosphere with on the top, you will have I'm OK, you're OK, and um, I'm OK or, or you're OK, but I'm not OK. That's the hapless. So you have the winners and, and the hapless and the helpless on the top. And then you have the criminals and the stupid on the bottom. Mm -hmm. OK. All right, because they're the ones who uh, uh, the criminal doesn't help other people, but he'll try to get it for himself to where stupid people will try to harm them, will not try to. They're, they're absentmindedly doing this. They don't even know what they're doing, but they wind up not getting any benefit and also harming other people, too. You could actually go so far now as to say that the Democratic Party in the United States is is um, a, a combination of helpless, um, helpful people and the winners and that the Republican Party is left with the criminals who are the politicians and the greedy, uh, um, wealthy people. And then the stupid people is their voters, the rednecks. The ones who are so afraid that they don't want anything to happen. They're the ones who buy the guns, by the way, is the stupid people. So you could actually measure stupidity. How many guns do you own? If you've got a whole house full of guns, that makes you a very, very, very stupid person. <laughs> Why? Because what are guns for? They're for hurting people. And the people who get hurt most gu with guns are the ones who own them. The houses that have guns have more violence than the houses that don't have them. It's a mental attitude. Guess what? It's not actually the gun that pulls the trigger. It's the person. 
It's the guy who is acting stupidly. Now, this is an important point for us in the sense of you identifying with the fact that uh, that you would rather other people get a benefit rather than allowing yourself to have a benefit where the wise way of doing it is setting it up for a win-win so that you and your friend wind up both gaining benefit. But you won't let yourself have your benefit. Because if you take your benefit, it might be dangerous. It might be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. But yeah. how we're going? Go ahead. Um, I re- I relate to that. Um, kind of like I get like a feeling a lot where um, if I if I become happy, I'll lose it and I'll become unhappy again. So I don't want to like find joy in things. Like I don't like um, like some things like material desires kind of things like I I have like a thought like if I pursue this this will like lead to unhappiness down the road so I don't want to um I don't I don't actually like pursue it even though that I guess like pursuing it would make me happy like while I'm doing it because mm-hmm. I think like it'll end in suffering right so you'll get punished then if you're happy you lose yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what we need now to do with our practice of Anapanasati is to prove that's not true. You have to okay. prove to yourself that that's not true. Okay. Okay. How are we going to do that? Well, we have number one to remember to practice. Number two is to remember that you can practice and that you can change the thoughts that you're having and have happy thoughts. Now, if you don't, that you just go around miserable anyway, then you're just still miserable. If you do have happy thoughts and then the misery comes back, didn't mean that the misery came back because you were happy. It's that the the um the misery came back because you didn't continue to be happy. <laughs> that your happiness no, because... does not cause the misery. The misery is already there. Right, right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. That's. So, this that's... is why the Buddha talks about that everything is founded in ignorance. Ignorance is the start. You ignorantly made a decision when you were a child that if, you'll, if you're happy, you'll, get, you'll have to suffer for it. So, now as an adult, you have to prove to yourself that you can be happy and you're not going to get slapped or slugged for that. But you can, in fact, uh, have a great big happy smile right now. And nothing will happen. Other than you've got a big happy smile. That's all there is to it. The question is, how long can you maintain the, the smile? Because the misery is going to come back. It's an old when habit. I, when I start smiling, I immediately have the thought that when I stop smiling, it'll hurt more because I was and I lost it. So it'll it'll hurt extra. Whereas if I just stay kind of mildly miserable, it won't hurt as much. Well, mildly miserable is a whole lot better than totally miserable now, isn't it? That's true. Okay, so we're going in the I right direction. Not, not, I feel like when I get totally miserable, I kind of give up on everything. And I was like so much self-pity that like, the, like the good side of the self-pity kind of outweighs the stuff that I'm self-pitying myself for, if you know what I mean. And it actually bec- feels good again. That's like kind of what I was talking about in the Sangha. 
um the the last sangha call we did where mm-hmm. like if i become like really really miserable then i kind of like don't care about anything and it goes good again but that's obviously like not the direction i want to go in because then that's just like training myself to become miserable and more self-pitying and stuff and that's bad mm-hmm. and there's also the attitude that that's who you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed this today. I noticed this today. I was um, noticing how like, because I was kind of like in this middle like ground of I wasn't like fully unhappy and I wasn't like fully happy either. I was in this like awkward middle ground where everything was like as uncomfortable as it gets. And I was noticing how like when I become like completely unhappy and kind of give up on myself, there is like a feeling of wholeness there. Like I'm like whole as a person. I'm not like an unhappy person trying to become happy. I'm not in this like awkward like middle space. I'm like, I'm kind of like whole. I kind of know who I am. It's like, oh yeah, I'm a depressed person who failed at life and who's completely miserable. But there's like a there's like a feeling of like wholeness and unification in that. Mm-hmm. I was really noticing today. Except that you're not a miserable person. That that's what our society teaches us, that once our um, uh, rules and um, methods and feeling patterns are set up in childhood, as an adult, we are doomed to repeat that same system over and over and over again. This is also what is normally referred to as providence or destiny. You're destined to be miserable, right? Mm. The reality, though, is, is no, it's just a habit. It's just a habit. That's all it is. And here we are already beginning to modify and begin to change that habit so that you're not totally miserable now all the time. You're only just a little bit miserable most of the time with moments of joy sprinkled in when you remember. Hmm. So all we have to do now is just remember some more joy. Remember to gladden up, to remember to brighten the mind. Over and over and over again, let's have a new habit. Now, the interesting thing is, is that really, really old, old, old stuff that we keep repeating over and over and over again gets pretty solid. But the interesting thing is, is that old, old, old stuff will get really, really old and sink to the bottom if we start adding a whole lot of new, wholesome stuff on top. Your more recent, your more recent memories are use, more useful for you than your old, old, old memories. Except that if your new memories are already reinforced by the old memories, then it's just the same thing piling on, piling on. But you have a choice of what kind of memories, what kind of thoughts, what kind of uh, attitudes you're going to have in this present moment, which now becomes yesterday's new memories. That's a good point. Yeah, I guess it's like I have to like learn not to use like unhappiness as my coping mechanism. and I have mm-hmm. to like use happiness instead, which is yes, really great right. because I have like a lifetime of using the other one. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just an old habit. You have a lifetime of using that old method and you've got it ingrained as is not only a rule, but as a habit pattern. So you've got to change both the rule that set that habit pattern up and the habit pattern itself. And so the new rule is, Robert, it's okay for you to be happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you can be happy without repercussions. Mm -hmm. Okay. That in fact, misery has more repercussions than happiness. Happiness doesn't have many repercussions. You've been getting all of these repercussions 
thinking that it was the happiness that was doing it. In fact, no, misery is what causes the reproductions, not uh, uh, not the the happiness. So we need to practice this. This is part of the reason of getting into seclusion, of just sitting down on our own and say, well, I could be happy right now without any repercussions. Without any problems, I can sit here and just enjoy the breathing, enjoy the moment, and be happy. And nothing bad's going to happen because of that. And by adding the breathing to this, that helps energize the body. That in fact, um, it's kind of important to recognize that the frontal cortex, the human part of the brain, takes more energy, takes more fuel than the reptilian and the mammalian cortex of the brains. Okay, it actually is work. To be wise is, um, takes effort. The habits are easy. You just follow, you know, you just fall down the same stairs that you've been falling down. It's easy to fall down the stairs. It's it's not so easy to climb the stairs. Okay, but you've been falling down the stairs back into the gutter over and over and over again and, and gotten to kind of the idea that you belong there. But you belong nowhere other than what you call home. And that's your choice. To either feel like that you're falling down a flight of stairs out of control, or you can feel like, hey, I can handle this. I'm at home now. Everything is okay. And so we have to keep remembering to change those thoughts over and over and over again to start having some new wholesome thoughts it's okay to be happy and no problems will occur you can actually start talking yourself into feeling comfortable feeling safe that right now you are safe right the room that you're in is not a dangerous place it's a safe place so why is it that you don't feel safe in a safe place? It's never ending one reason after the, after the next. Ah, the thoughts are not safe, but the place you're in is safe. So we need to start having the thoughts of, yes, this porch is safe. Yes, this room is safe. Yes, I am safe now. There is no problems. No one's coming after me right now. No disaster is about to occur. I'm safe. And that's part of what you need to, to keep telling yourself is that you're safe. You're secure. Only when you feel safe can you let yourself feel comfortable. I feel safe. Is it just nice to feel safe finally? I felt in danger my whole life, but right now I can feel safe. Yes, it's certainly much, it's a much different like direction to go in. Mm -hmm. Certainly very different. I feel really stupid though. Like as soon as I start to feel a bit safe, I feel like, man, I'm stupid. Like, like continuing that pattern of like negative thinking and negative self-judgment. Uh -huh. Well, somebody told you it was stupid to be safe and happy at one time. I don't know who it was that, that gave you those marching orders, but that's just a rule. And the reality is not that rule. And so paying attention to what's real rather than following your old rules. 
and recognize that you are safe right now. And you can be safe and secure and comfortable and satisfied and happy. And the boogeyman's not going to come after you for it. It's kind of crazy. It's... You know, it's human. I would say that probably 25 to 30 percent of all of the people that you will ever meet are stuck in this same place that you're in right now. This hapless, helpless, you're capable of helping other people. You just can't help yourself. That's all right. I'm here for you. I'm a winner, so I'll help you become a winner. Just remember <laughs> that you can win, that you're all right. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's, I really appreciate the helping hand. Mm-hmm. That you actually have my permission to be okay. Nobody's ever given you permission to be okay before. They've given you permission to do what you're told to do, and then you'll be okay. And one of the things you're supposed to do is to be miserable. <laughs> and so we can change those rules. Give yourself permission. You have my permission. It's okay for you to feel okay. It's okay for you to be happy and secure and content and satisfied, safe and secure. And you have the power to do that. You have the power to change your thought from an unwholesome, miserable thought into a happy, healthy, secure, safe, satisfied. Wow, everything's okay right now. Not a problem in the world. Everything is okay. The reality, Robert, is all the real troubles are outside of the room you're in. That's is that true. right? All of the yeah. real problems yeah. are outside of the room you're in. In the room that you're in, you're safe. There are no problems in that room. Uh, all of those wall decorations are just pieces of paper. They're not dangerous. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I feel just so stupid, like. I'm literally perfectly fine, like in this room, and just like freaking out over my own thoughts. It's crazy. Mhm. Mm <sighs> it's it's crazy, Damaso. It's crazy. Um, I uh, I forgot what I was gonna say, but um. But don't you feel a sense of relief right now? Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Okay. So go with that sense of relief. Wow. I can feel relieved right now. Oh, what a relief it is just to let go of all of those problems that are outside the room. Everything's all right. Everything is fine. Not a worry in the world. And you can handle that. You're okay, Robert. You can remember. Over and over again, you can remember. You're okay. That's right. Uh -huh. you, can, you too can get the benefit from the Dhamma. You too can win. You have permission to be a winner, to be successful, to be happy, to be secure and comfortable and satisfied.
Actually, we've been talking about something already, and I should mention it to you. Um, in, in TA, it's referred to as the three P's, protection, permission, and potency. And we've been talking about all three of those because you don't feel protected when you feel happy and safe that something miserable, something terrible will happen. So you need protection from that. Recognize that you can protect yourself, that you can be happy. And any misery that comes is just old misery. It's not newly created misery because you were happy, that you can be happy and be protected. And you have the power to do this. You're capable of doing it. You already know that you can do it because you have been practicing doing it. You've already been doing it. So you know that you can do it. So all you need now is just permission. To give yourself permission. You've got my permission. Give yourself permission. It's okay for you to be happy and self-secure, safe, comfortable satisfied it's okay you have permission mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. can you give yourself permission uh, i feel like to an extent to an extent well, that's the start. Congratulations. Okay. Yeah, I feel All like right. I feel like I have like um like walls in my mind of like how much I'm willing to go. Well, one uh, step at a time. Yeah. You've um, heard the old saw that a that a journey of a thousand miles starts with but a single step. Have you ever heard that? A journey of a thousand miles starts with but a single step. Mm -hmm. Guess what? After that, yeah. you've made that first step, the rest of the journey starts with just another single step. Okay, okay. Just one more deep breath. Just one more uh letting go of it's okay to be happy it's okay let me remember that it's okay oh. give yourself permission it's okay for you to be happy it feels better but somehow it also feels worse like somehow it feels like I'm ah but when it does feel worse you can say aha i see that feeling worse aha i caught you that's what you need to investigate rather than giving in to it makes it feel worse. Recognize that you do have that resistance to it. And see that resistance. Play with that as a toy. I see that resistance. Because that's the old habit. So let's do it again. Let's say, okay, let's take a deep breath and throw all of that stuff out. And in this moment, we're safe and secure. Everything is okay, comfortable, nice, pleasant smile. Everything is okay. Now, does that resistance come up again? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's, it does. Right. I've been waiting for you to say, yeah, because I can see it written all over your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't tell, like, I can't tell if I'm doing it or if it's like. Like, a, I don't know, it's kind of confusing because it feels a little bit like I'm doing it, but also like it's uh, an obstacle that I have to overcome that's like in my way and I'm trying to do something else. So it's kind of a bit confusing. Yeah, it's a pile of garbage. But you are not that pile of garbage. It's just an old sewer. It's the Sankara. It's your habits. It's all of that accumulated stuff. 
and you have permission to start ignoring that stuff, including the resistance. You could just ignore all of that stuff and say, I can be happy anyway. Right now, I don't have to do it the way that I've done it in the past. Right now, I can be happy and safe and secure. Comfortable. So do it again. Let's see a great big smile. Get yourself back into that state. Come on. Feeling safe, secure. The room that you're in got no dangers. So we have to keep practicing that over and over again, because otherwise you're going to practice. Oh, well, here's that resistance again. I got to do that. I got to go do it the old way. No, you can. You can take the right effort to do it a new way. <sighs> you can do it a new way. You just have to remember to take the effort to do it a new way. It's exhausting. Like, I'll have a moment where I'll feel like something really, like, original and new like this this feels really good and then i'll kind of lose it and go back like one step forward like two steps back or whatever well, and I'll go ahead go and have the two steps back that's okay because that didn't destroy the one step forward that you did make so let's make another step forward and okay. it, even if you slide back three stages let's take another step forward Right. Just it's, one it's step just... at a time. Never mind about what happens after we forget to take the next step. Just remember that you can make the next step. That's it. That's it. I just got to focus on the present moment. Duca, Duca, Naroda, right? That's what matters. It's mm -hmm. less self. It's not anything else. It's just. Everything's okay right now. Everything is Everything's fine. okay. Everything is fine right now. You have permission. Everything is okay right now. Everything. The misery okay. will come back, but that's not a problem. Because when it does come back and I remember, I can put myself back into a state of everything's okay right now. Everything's okay right now. Everything is all right right now. Everything's all right. Everything's fine. This will come back later, but right now I feel good. Everything is okay. Everything is fine. Oh, what a relief it is. Everything's okay. Everything is fine. Just keep telling yourself. Just keep reminding yourself. Just keep remembering. You're okay. You're all right. That you're the boss here. Mm -hmm. You're the boss. You're all right. You're the boss here. Everything's all right. You can handle this. You take this next breath and say, oh, I feel so safe and secure. I'm still alive. Are you? Are you still alive? Did you make it this far? Robert, are you still alive? <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. Well, congratulations. Somehow. You're still alive. All of that misery didn't kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somehow I'm still walking. <laughs> right, somehow you're still here. Isn't that marvelous? It's a miracle. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The miracle of life. It is a absolute miracle. Being alive. 
So keep remembering that. Keep remembering how marvelous it is to be alive, that misery ain't, ain't much like to it. But you can be alive. Vibrantly alive, healthy, wholesome, taking deep breaths and becoming vibrantly alive, safe, secure, comfortable. These are the words to keep telling yourself over and over again. And pretty soon, that will be the kind of language that you use regularly rather than the misery words that you use regularly. But you got to train. Train the mind over and over and over again. Everything's okay. Everything is fine. No worry. No problems. I can handle this. Everything is safe and secure and comfortable. You can do it. You can handle this. This is an easy piece of cake. You're in your room all alone. You're okay. There's no dangers, no troubles, no harm, no worries. And this is the practice we have to remember to keep talking like this. This is the brightening of the mind, the gladdening of the mind. You can gladden up. You can brighten up. And pretty soon you begin to feel good. In fact, I've seen you move in and out of feeling really good in this uh, time that we've had together today. But then you go yeah. back into being miserable again. Now you can come back. See, you can change it that quick. Look how quick you can change. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's it's just it's it's just confusing. Like, yeah, it just happens. You know, I just walk right into it. I just got to come back and just. Well, this is why we're going to practice. And like my immediate reaction is like. It's like I have like. um, I don't know if you're familiar with like dissociation at all, but it's like I have like walls of like dissociatedness. So I'm like, I'm I'm not like looking at, at what's here, you know, like I'm kind of like kind of I, I mean i don't really know what dissociation is but it's like i'm kind of like <laughs> i'm kind of like dissociated a little bit so i'm kind of like like not like not really like i don't know it's like a it's like a resistance that's like becoming like not a resistance it's kind of like what is it so it's like i'm resisting but i'm resisting for the purpose of like feeling like i can handle it like because if i don't resist i'll be overwhelmed so it's like I'll kind of like move through these, like through the call today. It's kind of like I've been like moving through these like walls of like less, more or less like kind of dissociated. It's like sometimes when I do it, I feel a bit like overwhelmed with emotions. And so I'll resist again, but it'll actually make me feel better, which is weird. Well, so it's, <laughs> it's kind of but any time that you get overwhelmed, you get over it. But the first time that you were overwhelmed, you didn't continue that up until this day. I mean, you've been overwhelmed and then got over it and gotten overwhelmed and gotten over it. Sometimes we feel overwhelmed. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we feel like a nut. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we feel miserable. But that's gotten to be a right uh, royal habit for you. But you can, in fact, come out of that. I've watched you come out of it a dozen times in this hour. I can cheer you up. Can you cheer yourself up? Can you remember yeah. to cheer yourself up? Okay, okay. Yeah, do you give yourself permission to cheer up? Do you give yourself permission to feel good, to feel safe and secure and comfortable? You deserve it. Why don't you give yourself permission to do it? Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. alive, and that was the only qualification for feeling good. I like that. That sounds beautiful, doesn't it? 
You're alive, and that's the only qualification you need to feel good. That's really good. That's quotable. <laughs> I like it. So give yourself permission. You, you're, you're qualified. You're alive. I'm qualified. I'm alive. That's the only qualification all I need to feel good. That's all I need. All the permission I need. That's all the Just permission you need that you're alive and you qualify. You deserve it. And you do not deserve the misery that you've been giving yourself all of these years. But you gave yourself all that misery because you thought you deserved it. Somewhere down in there, somebody told you that you were a real screw up. Mm -hmm. True. True. And you believed them. And you still yeah. believe them. Right up and even right now, you still believe them. But you're still alive. Air how bad you screwed up. It didn't kill you. You're still alive. Which means you have permission. You have the qualification to feel good, even if you've screwed up. We've all screwed up. Guess what? Everybody's a screw up. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's a screw up and some are happy and some of them are not. Why do you make yourself miserable because you're a screw up when everybody's a screw up? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a double standard actually. Yeah. Everyone's screwed up. Like, Everybody is screwed up, but that doesn't make them miserable. You make yourself miserable. That's, yeah, I'm starting to see that. Yeah, that's. Good. Keep looking, keep recognizing that you do have permission. You do have the qualifications to feel good, to feel satisfied and comfortable, safe, secure, satisfied. It's okay. You have my permission. You have the permission of life itself. Now, what better endorsement do you need than that? Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's crazy. <laughs> life is just crazy. <laughs> Well, take another deep breath and feel alive. Allow yourself to take those deep breaths. They're good, they're wholesome, they're healthy, and they can give you the exact energy you need in order to think clearly. Wow, being alive is a really nice thing. So just relish being alive right now. Isn't it nice? Isn't it marvelous that you can receive sensory input and process it and breathe? It's just so marvelous to be alive. Even if you're a screw up, you're still okay. You're still alive. Celebrate it. Celebrate that you're alive. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Here we are. That's crazy. Yeah, so these are the kind of thoughts that you should be having for yourself. Gladden the mind. Celebrate that you're still alive. Air how miserable you've been in the past, you're still alive. Celebrate that you're still alive. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. Like, honestly, this has been really, really helpful. I'm really glad I called you tonight. It really helped. Great. 
Excellent. All right. Well, let's finish now. We've got it on a good note. Go we celebrate. Thank you. Thank you. This is actually like, yeah, it's really. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really good, but really stupid at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's good though. Well, that's, that's all right. You can be stupid. Just recognize that this kind of stupidity is stupidity from the past, not right now. Right now, you're exhibiting grand wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel and you're a, a winner one. for it. Thank you. I, I feel like a winner in this moment. In this moment now, like for all the like <laughs> shit that's happened and that will happen, I feel like this is <laughs> at least we have like a winning moment now. We've got like our bubble, like our winning Great. bubble moment thing. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. thanks. All right, Robert, well, we'll see you soon. Keep remembering you're okay. Keep remembering. That you've got, you're still alive. Celebrate, you're still alive. Thank you, thank you. Can I um, can I call again in uh, three days? Sure, around? absolutely. Yes, you Great. should call thank more you. often. I will. I will. Okay. Very- <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. <laughs> I really yeah. like your smile. You got a great smile when you when you let it out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You too. All right. Okay, well, bye-bye. All right. Ciao.